You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. There is a place where time stands still, where nature is harsh and demanding, where only the quick and the strong and the deadly can survive. This place is no place for civilized man. All you've got to do now is pass the Australian culture test. Three simple questions, three correct answers, and you go through that doorway to the greatest little country in the world. Good morning, it's Annie for Showreel on 3CR, your community radio station. And uh, we're here for uh, a look at the Australian film industry and things that are going on here. Today we've got um, some news about a film festival that's coming up on November the 19th, showing at the library at the dock, is a couple of films by Sadine Selkik. He's an avant-garde filmmaker who, over the last year, has had a stunning level of film production. John Fellaus, the original 3RRR broadcaster of Film Buff's forecast and well-known actor, has been featured in four of Sedin's latest films. Uh, as I said, the films are going, a couple of films are going to be shown on November the 19th. There will be a festival of Saldine Sulkick's films. It's going to be showing at the Library at the Dock, 107 Victoria Promenade, Docklands. It's going to start at 2pm. It's going for 5pm. Two films, Boy Among the Ruins and Frightened, followed by a Q&A f- featuring the filmmaker and John Flaus and Fiona Fiala editor of Senses of Cinema. I spoke to Sadin and John Flaus about the upcoming event and and filmmaking in general. We've got John Flaus on the line and um, you've been working with uh, Sadin Salkik uh, in uh, a series of films. I have, yes. Yeah, and uh, tell me about working uh, with Sadin and the films that you've been making. Well, I, there's a problem right at the beginning about this, Annie. Uh, at my age, I'm 88, uh, I, uh, I've got these old man's illnesses and one of them is Alzheimer's. And I forget uh, how many films I've been doing for, with, with uh, Sidin, which is not no reflection on his work, it's a reflection on my brain. Uh, so and it, it's meant that in, in the films we did, uh, I've, I've been myself virtually in a couple of them, uh, and he's simply put me in uh, situations where you know my characters at night uh, knocking on a door of a, of a suburban house and uh, hoping someone will open. And, and uh, there, there are various things. The, the point about it is that I, uh, because of the failure to be able to remember lines of dialogue or anything like that. I'm simply from from one shot, one set up to the next. Uh, I do whatever it is that Sidin expects of me, and um, it, it, he's been satisfied with what I've done. Yeah, so, uh, so yeah. I'm sorry, that's not very clear. No, 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 it is actually because uh, the film uh, Frightened, which is going to be shown 
Um, oh, yes. Yeah, at uh, Docklands on the 19th of November which one, with one of his other films. Yes. He's a, he's a, a fantastic filmmaker because everything that he puts into the films are not only visually exciting, but they're uh, metaphors. And oh, yes, yes. There's, there's an intellectual dimension to his work. Yes. It's, it's not simply uh, vivid imagery, because I, I, I know of, of some other uh, filmmakers, uh, both those who are working in the industry, the professionals, and the, and the other talented people who are not in the industry but making their own productions. And uh, there, there are differences in the way in which they approach the possibility of personal expression with moving pictures. And for some, and particularly those who have had experience in professional storytelling type, you know, narrative films, uh, they're forever thinking of the story, where is the narrative going next? And often uh, that, uh, what are we going to call it, that drive to keep the narrative going means that there's a loss of depth uh, to, and that's, that's the case even for some of the professional productions, uh, you know, the, the big name film. He's, he's giving the depth, uh, not not uh, the narrative is not driving the whole thing forward, but the 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 concept, the ideas, the, and and it, it's the. And I'm going to use this word carefully, though I know it, it it often leads to debates. The philosophical content of what he has to show, the possibilities for expression uh, that that are there in his work. Oh, well, I, well, I was going to say, so, 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 Dean, you, you actually uh, are saying you disagree. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, just a preface for the audience, because I suggested you guys talk about me while I went off for a couple of minutes. <laughs> doing so I don't hear what you're saying, but I think I made a big mistake. I shouldn't have done that. I, I, <laughs> I just even though I haven't heard everything. Well, no, John can talk about, uh, uh, he's seen the film that's written. I, I've just finished my fifth feature film this year, my sixth yeah. film, and my fifth feature film is more than The Killing of Dirk De Bruyne. Um, uh, but uh, the, the the film that wrote this series of films is called uh, The Compassion of the Undertaker, which John actually saw. He didn't see Frightened yet. Uh, no, I haven't uh, yet. So he saw The, the Undertaker, we, we, which we screened up at uh, Castle Main uh, about three, you know, three weeks ago or something. You know, narrative is a driving force always for me deeply because only through narrative can one achieve these philosophical means because cinema is a narrative a medium inevitably even even those people who 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 make some sort of what they call the you know moving image experimental things everything is narrative once on the screen even a, even even white noise and everything so it inevitably implies narrative so that's unavoidable and in fact i in my cinema uh, the narrative into which uh, is a supreme uh, uh, means of, of 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 getting somewhere, but also the narrative itself. The supreme aim is to to make it as pure and 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 as humanly uh, uh, true as possible. So uh, there are parallel fights here and 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 and, and um, things uh, and wars really that are being fought. Uh, it, it's how do we purify the narrative? How do we humanize cinema completely and then how do we use that narrative of that those foundations those moral foundations to to tell uh, you know to embrace that narrative and and to tell 
and reach some philosophical heights uh, and expand the consciousness. So it's it's incredibly important. But uh, what's very exciting and is 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 having this festival on the nineteenth. It's a sort of nineteenth um, of November at the library at the docks. Yes, we will show two films. We'll show Boy Among the Ruins, which is thirty three minutes. A film, the, 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 one of the six that I made this year. It's 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 an immense anti-war statement of the times, you know. And and uh, uh, it was reviewed by by a, a, a programmer and, and cinema lover from New based in New York, Michael Party, who who works for uh, Southeast uh, European Film Festival Los Angeles, who programmed the last days of loneliness um, and my film from last year, which we talked about in yes. And the other one is frightened, yeah. Uh, to do a festival of sight and selfish film, firstly, it was, you know, having made five features this year and six films, it was certainly uh, unstoppable urge to show show some of these ex- films that are immensely exciting for me. These are these are groundbreaking films for me. Beginning of the, the, with the compassion of the Undertaker, which John Cena, and that's why I mentioned it's important that he maybe talks about that because he was there and the screening was incredible. Uh, and uh, yeah, and and, and 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 another reason was sort of almost uh, you know rebellious. Well, you know, let's have a festival of sight in Salkic film. And why? Why? Yeah. What do I have to do with any? You know, I don't. We should all have a festival of ourselves in many ways, and the institutionalized the the, the power that you know the marketing ploys and all they have, uh, uh, and they see as their own advantages. It's not. You know, the work is there, and if the work is the way it is, uh, it's it's it stands its own ground. You know, and and doesn't need any of that. So yeah, it was a rebellious act. Yeah, well let's have let's have a festival tied in Salkich film. You know. Before we go on to to John, and I agree with you, it is a, an audacious act. And yes, you have to find ways of getting your films out there for people to see. I, I, I just find your film, I've only seen one of your films, but I, I found it so um, moving. And uh, it, it, the way it, it, your what you say about narrative is a really fascinating thing because what I, yes. I, I'd like to know is uh, how you handle time and feelings within that framework of your narrative, because that's what's going on in your film. You know, those are interesting. Tarkovsky said a very uh, interesting thing about time. And so he said, uh, cinema is a mosaic made of time, you know, and then, uh, and that was, that was the only good thing he probably said, you know, ever. (laughs) But that's a, that's a really uh, interesting thing, but it's a very broad. It's 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 no definition worthy of of cinema because it's too broad. But essentially, yes. But for me, you know, time time is, well, you know, time is crucial. Time is time is everything, really, isn't it? And um, and feeling well, feeling is that is that aspect of of me able to perform to perform in my cinema and 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 and, and you know, creating that narrative of moral foundations that I talked about. And, you know, and that is, that is the, maybe the most crucial part of, uh, of, of, of cinema, because I said in some interviews, uh, that, um, you know, great work is not the one only that changes the mere structure of cinema, but the, the, the substance of cinema is what is at stake, you know, and, and what the front line is on, uh, about essentially, so essentially, you know, so th- those are, yeah, those are crucial things. So, John, tell me about Compassion of the Undertaker and the screening uh, that you went to. Uh, I can't because my, my memory won't allow me now to do so unless uh, I, I sort of go back through it again. So this is why I'm, I, I can't 
act yeah. professionally any it's longer because I can't, can't remember. I can't even remember lines of dialogue oh. that, 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 that I've just been looking at before the camera rolls. So I'm sorry that I can't do this now. I remember my, mm. my strong feeling. Uh, and that's, you see, to me, that's what I'm calling the, the, the dimension, the philosophical dimension of, of a screen narrative, of any narrative, is if, if there is, in the time that the narrative un, unfolds and develops, that there is still within it the capacity to uh, think about, to think about what values are being expressed here, what values are being supported, what values, if any, are being opposed, what values are wrestling with each other and there's no solution. And will the narrative bring about the solution uh, to that? Um, and so then does this in, in his film, in his entire film, and something else about working for Sadin is that every uh, small element of it, well, I don't even want to call it scene, but say a, uh, a narrative passage that runs for yeah. a few minutes, that it, it, it will uh, be part of the overall message. You see, in, in quite a few uh, professional uh, entertainment narratives, uh, that there's, there's, there's no way in which that scene there and that scene there are uh, part of the the, the message of the film but in a film that Sidin makes and that, that some other uh, uh, creative filmmakers are hardly any of them professionals uh, that what they make Well I don't know what you mean by that word it's, uh, sorry John this is very uh, stressful for me to hear that word uh, you keep saying professional uh, yeah. very sorry. highly sort of offensive word in some way uh, I don't know what that means is it people who, who get uh, you know, burger vouchers to buy while they're shooting some, some, you know, with one hand in the, in the back, scratching the ass, and you know, eating the burger and filming something during the day for a paycheck on Friday. No, I mean, no, Sadin, I, I, I think what he's, uh, John is saying is that people pay for uh, stuff to be made. And yes. even though there's a creative influence, the people making the film can have the project taken from them if the money people think they're not doing a good enough job. You're not in that position. No. Well, I would never. I, but you know, I, one cannot give up on that word professional. One is very professional. It's, oh yeah. It's, it's it's a you know quite very responsible and professional uh, about on, what but, one but, does. But but a dictionary definition of the word professional say you get paid for it. You make a living out of it. Well, but, I, I I am I am living quite well, and I'm you know I'm. Uh, Lined here on my bed and 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 fed and 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 and, and you know very happy extremely. Uh, I think that <laughs> we cannot. You know, why, why, how can I? How can I? Thank you very much. How can I? Um, I cannot give up on you know give away that word professional to these as I said, you know, uh, paycheckers on Fridays. Uh, the aim is evolving everything uh, about cinema and taking you away from those people and, and not let it, calling them, uh, you know, kitsch, uh, rubbish people, not professionals. You know, professionals are the ones who have a great and great, a, 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 an immense responsibility towards the cinema and, and, and everything about it. You know, those are professional. These guys with burger vouchers uh, for lunches, they are anti that, you know, and, and we cannot give up any, any good words to, uh, to people who don't deserve them in any possible way. You know, oh, we, I we'll get burger vouchers. I think that term belongs to them. 
in a three-week shoot of some uh, uh, irrelevant rubbish crap. You know, I, I cannot give up. You, yeah. You're you're an artist, mate. You're an artist. Yeah, a professional artist. But that idea of um, uh, having a microcosm within a macrocosm uh, is <laughs> is very like uh, those beautiful, beautiful, beautiful um, coverlets that people hand sew, isn't it? A bit. Yes. Yeah. And and in in in, 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 in that, that other artwork that of literature, uh, you think of the work of of uh, people who. Uh, uh, are, they may be telling stories, but they're, they're, more than that is happening uh, while they're, they're writing their poetry or writing their stories. Uh, and so there is a, a yeah. profound reflection on the subject, uh, even though there's a story being told. It's what's happening from moment to moment. And when it's part of why I like to work with, with Saidin, because he, he will find those images which uh, themselves uh, ex well, I don't know what the right word is really here, but they 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 motivate you to think about meaning and value, uh, and that's meaning and value uh, even if it's not something that the characters themselves are concerned with in, in any particular scene, uh, and that's, that's yeah. what he's doing. Uh, and, and and the way you you you, you pick up a a, a a cup or a bottle and take a drink out of it, uh, he, he'll direct you on the way you do that. Whereas in in most professional productions, you, you just uh, pick up that cup and and, and you know slop your coffee out of it or whatever. Whereas uh, you know, for Sonin actually, he looks more carefully at what's going on, and that's that's the artist in him, not the professional. G'day, my name is Margie Thorpe. You are listening to Three CR Community Radio eight fifty five. On your dial. We're speaking to filmmaker Sadine Selkik and John Flaus about Sadine's recent films and the upcoming film festival showing at 2 to 5pm on November the 19th at the Library at the Dock, 107 Victoria Promenade, Docklands. Part of doing this uh, uh, festival at, at the Docklands on the 19th of November 2pm to 5pm at, at Docklands uh, Library, which I'll have to say is a fantastic venue, beautiful place. Isn't uh, it? Yes. Yeah. But that that's why it's important to do what you're doing there, because you are making sure that people have access to what is not usual cinema, but fantastic cinema. Yes. 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 Thank you. And, Thank and, you very and, much. And, yes. Yeah. And, and fantastic is about that is the consideration of something that's that that, that doesn't uh, uh, how am I going to put it that does not get its full meaning or understanding from everyday values. There's something else added that's not the everyday. Now some some fantastics uh, may be themselves uh, corrupt or, or um, in some other way objectionable, but the fantastic that most of us know is what uplifts us each time. There's a little bit more in the ordinary world than we'd seen before. Yeah, that's uh, right. And, and, and that's true. That's Thank true you. for comedy, uh, and uh, so it's not necessarily uh, a serious, uh, you know, sort of a production. Not, it's not even called a drama. It's called a comedy. But some some of the uh, finest narratives that have been made, reflective narratives, have been comedies. Uh, and uh, so that. It's pathetic, isn't it? It's pathetic. And that's part of what Sodin does. 
Oh, well, the visuals that you present are just so fascinating. I found absolutely fascinating. Well, look, I think that there are other, there are a few other things I want to say, Annie, and, and that's, that's a part because I don't do, with all the context of, of, of how I work and, 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 and who I am, I suppose, I, I don't get exposed to it. Well, I do. I, I do get a lot of chances to say what I think of cinema. I had a big interview with Film Inc. recently and all that. But I think what's been on my mind with everything going on, I think it's important to say on the radio that I that I'd like to uh, like us to start a, a, an international amendment amendment to all the you know Western democracies that will imply that no no war in the future can start without a referendum of that country <laughs> that uh, intends to do it. Now this is a side sideline point, but I, I just want to use the opportunity to say that that must be pushed as a, as a, as a concept as the idea. We say we believe the Westerners say we believe we you know. We, we, and so we have to bring up on this, this amendment in all the Western democracies that no war in the future can ever be started without, by any country without a referendum held in that country uh, oh. of black people of that country. So we have to stop the, these small minorities, uh, maniacs and madmen and lunatics being able to, 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 you know, get together in a room and arrange a war. We, we have to illegalize that. It's one of the most criminal acts that, that that have been happening throughout the history of what they call civilization. Now, in many ways, call it well, civilization. Well, uh, I'm glad you brought it up because I was going to ask you that, and it is reminiscent of the big game, which is what they used to call the in the 19th century, early 20th century, the big game, the fight, all these wars that they had uh, that led to the First World War, and then the Second. Yes, it's all. It was all always a, a, a few idiots, uh, brainless, you know, um, monkeys, really, uh, you know, who sat in in smoky rooms with a cigars, whiskey, and other crap, and, and arranged the war. We have to stop that because it's it, it's always been a public uh, criminal act that's happened against the will of the people, and we have to, by law, help it not happen again by pushing this amendment in all the Western parliaments and democracies that no war can be started by any country without a referendum of that country. Now, yes, um, and this is, that's why The Boy Among the Ruins is a really important film. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a film uh, incredibly uh, experimental and, and, and different to other five feature films I made. Um, you know, but it's, 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 been a, it's been an interesting time for me. When I made The, the Compassion of the Undertaker, I entered it to uh, Tribeca, because I, I, we had amazing reactions. It's a 70-minute picture, Annie, and that's the film that wrote. I said, I said to my friends, I said, look, a great film is the one that writes you another two or three or however many. That's how you measure the greatness of the film you make. And one of those was The Last Days of Loneliness, who for me wrote, you know, wrote The Final Hours in Paradise and so on. And, and then I made The Compassion of the Undertaker and then wrote already has written three new films for me. So it was a very important breakthrough of feature films. Um, and... Um, that sort of initiated my, my intense, well, you know, funny enough, uh, the, the Compassion of the Undertaker, first in the series of the, these five features, was made in June this year. So, or July even. So let's call, call you know, what, what was that, three months ago? I don't know. But um, so it's just been very intense, very exciting cinema-wise. It's, it's been great for me. And... Uh, John has been in, in four of those uh, features, and as I said, only recently uh, I completed the fifth, the killing of Dirk De Bruyne, uh, which is um, John thinks it's a great time. Uh, it's a great it, time. Yes, <laughs> and 
Yeah, uh, I, I just called. Uh, I just called Dirk this morning. I said, "Look, man, the film is ready." He said, "Already?" Oh, and, uh, and I confirmed the title with him. I said, "Look, it's called uh, the Killing of Dirk De Bruyne." And he said, "Oh, why?" <laughs> you know, <laughs> whatever his reaction was. Uh, it's great to be able to, you know, live in a country, in a city, and uh, and be able to make this cinema uh, uh, at the moment for me. And yes, my, part of this Sidney uh, Selkish Festival Sidney Selkish film. Yes, it, it is, you know, about showing my cinema, but it's also trying to input something into the culture of this country you know and, and as you said then yes uh, make it uh, you know uh, so people can come and see see this cinema. yes 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 how did it go at how did it go at uh tribeca what were the reactions to the, your film? Well, I don't know. I just sent it. It was a lot of money, but I, I was so excited about the film, and I and I very entered very few films in very few festivals. We got in uh, Los Angeles Film Festival with Last Days of Loneliness last year, which was very nice. That was the only one that I entered it into, and uh, I also sent it to Rotterdam later on, and I'm going to see what's happened with that. But there's so many films I don't have time to catch up with. You know, because I said to John uh, some weeks ago, I know he doesn't remember, but I, I said, look, man, he said, oh, when are we going to see this? Well, I said, look, my, my priority has always been to making new films rather than showing the old ones, you know, and, and that's that's how I, I must work. That's how I work. And but, you know, we're doing this festival and, 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 and you know, there was a screening in L.A. of Loneliness at Acme. We'll see what happens in Rotterdam. And, and, and I also sent Last Days of Loneliness to Sundance also. Um, and see see what happens with that. Um, but we have this festival coming up, showing the boy among the ruins and showing frightened. And yes, we'll have uh, Fiona Villela, the editor of cinema. Uh, uh, John and myself will be there, and some other guests, and yes. we'll try to you know share something because it's important. You know, um, I'm often grumpy and, and and choose not to. You know, <laughs> but it's important to 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 sit and and share and try to give. And meet people, you know, meet people. Uh, and, and talk to them. <laughs> well, thank you yeah. very much for talking <laughs> to me. Thank you, Annie. It's been great to be, catch up with you too. Like, uh, thank you. Yes, and well, you. that's it for Showreel this week. Two of Soldine Solnick's films, Boy Among the Ruins and Frightened, can be seen 2 to 5pm on November the 19th at the Library at the Dock, 107 Victoria Promenade, Docklands. Coming up next is Published or Not. Sometimes when this place gets kind of empty Sound of the breath fades with the light I think about the loveless fascination Under the Milky Way tonight Lower the curtain down Memphis Lower the curtain down on right I got no time for private consultation Under the Milky Way tonight Wish I knew what you were 
You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.